Long story short, we got a podcast. So I had a friend as a teenager who had been watching a shitload of Bruce Lee, and he thought he was Bruce Lee. Okay, he got the VHS in the mail, I guess, because this is before the internet. He thought he was an expert or something just from watching the tapes. Yeah, and you've seen Bruce Lee where he like yeah. chops a guy's cigarette in half out of his mouth. You know, yeah, what the, the guy knows what he's doing. I watch it and I'm entertained by it. Doesn't mean I could do it. I take it this guy has a differing opinion. So my friend's like, you couldn't draw a BB gun and shoot me with it. I'm like, well, I'm, I'm not going to try. What did- he, he comes back with, okay, you couldn't even put it at my stomach and pull the trigger and hit me with it. And I didn't know anatomy, but she probably could have hit his, like, aorta or something. <laughs> could have been deadly, potentially. Yeah, you don't have to be a doctor to know this is bad. This could be very, very bad. From point blank. But just the arrogance tipped, you know, my other friend over the edge. Yeah. And he's like, fuck that. I'm going to pull the trigger. Let me try. If I'm not mistaken, it was the pistol with the CO2 cartridge. Robert, you, you tell them when it's open season. It's not like when you say go, you pull, but it's like this test has started. Yeah. I'm like, okay, go. Ping. Bust him right in the stomach. <laughs> of course. And the guy's the biggest wuss, of course. So he's whining and crying about it, but I just thought that was fun. <laughs> I would love to have been there, but not the guy in front of the gun. Well, I'm glad you guys didn't have too much free time on your hands. <laughs> I don't know if he ever got it surgically removed, the pellet. Well, I'm sure, like, if they left it in there, wait a minute, he never saw a doctor? I don't know. He might not have gone that deep. Uh, okay, there's a new trend now that I just got aware of. Uh, shallowing. Robert, have you ever heard of it? No. Shallowing. Listen up, guys. Especially you guys that aren't well girth, this is kind of for you. Shallowing is the practice of basically taking the tip of the penis and like massaging the vaginal lips. And that's apparently the sensation of insertion is more, it's, it's more sensational than actual, you know, being inserted. Than most of the rest of the stroke. That's apparently the theory. <laughs> Just rub the lips. <laughs> Anything that any guy would ever need to do to please a woman i have already done and i haven't practiced that little move so it's pretty much unnecessary and we're back hi everybody so todd i was at applebee's today i'm sorry it was the first time i've been in a couple years but last time i was there they still had my brother's high school jersey hanging on the wall why did they have his jersey hanging on the wall they just had local memorabilia because it's easily, and it was an easily jersey. Yeah. And that's just one of the things they got. And I don't know how they got it. I was in there today, and the jersey's gone. They, they redecorated the whole place. <laughs> they put up some signs that are like eating good in the neighborhood or something. Yeah, they've said that for years. Not my neighborhood. Wooden signs, though. Oh, you know, wooden signs. They say that. Yeah, right there where the jersey was. They do have a Clemson wall. Someone painted it. They did a bad job. <laughs> It's got Dabo Sweeney supposedly like holding the national championship trophy. Yeah. And he just, it doesn't look anything like him. (laughs) Bottomless fries on Monday. Working for tips. It's all in the feels. Doing the angle that we're doing, appealing to that niche audience, we're one of those cult following things. And we're going to go against the grain, but that's going to be our appeal. Well, nobody's doing this shit. I have noticed that. When you go against the grain, you're going to be in the minority. Always. A lot of the stuff, what I'm basically saying is we came up with on the fly. We didn't plan on it. It just happened due to the circumstances we were faced at that moment. And it wound up being genius. 
I live in my little bubble, my little ecosystem. Todd was talking about the fall of superhero movies. Yes. Say it really quickly. This is boring as fuck. All right. Let's hit the ground running. Thank you, Robert. It was a great introduction. Uh, basically, with the launch of Marvel's The Marvels, <laughs> aptly titled, and now the recent flop of the dying, what's left of the DCU extended universe. Yeah, Marvel movies, along with other superheroes, are apparently flopping. It's kind of pathetic. And what Hollywood's basically getting the gist of is that, oh, okay, we need to move on. That phase has left us. So Superhero movies are great, but they started dumbing them down. Well, it, it's just they had the a... The plots are shit and the comedy shit. I, well, I feel the studios start losing their guidance. Uh, the first phase of Marvel had like a point that it was building up to, and that led to a bigger point, bigger point, until you got Infinity War and Endgame breaking all box office records. That's because of all those years of building up anticipation for the story to reach that central point they don't form anymore i know it's risky come out with a new superhero or do one justice when you make a movie but let me tell you what not to do don't put 15 superheroes in one movie honestly i think people would go for that they just need to if they're going to do it Make a plan. And I'm not talking about like one or two movies. I'm talking, that's what D, that's how DCU fucked up. And I know you agree with that, Robert, as big of a fan as Marvel as you are. But they need to have some sort of coercion where they're, they're making some sort of big bad come around. So we need something to look forward to. Some big battle. Like Thanos and the Infinity We War. need a plot that relates to real life in the 90s. The 2000s, and they did a lot better job of it in the 2000s. But superhero movies usually were disrupting regular everyday life. People were at work, and something isn't lining up here. Something weird's going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, I think that helps. Yeah, if you're going to release a, a lot of content, have it build up to something, not just... Boom, here's another one. Boom, here's another one. Boom, here's another one. None of it. Everything's kind of like... So much now is a reactive human response. So a car blows up and there's a stranger who had no plot development that screams. <laughs> but you don't know that person. Like What's a, going on in his life? Two hours later. They don't want to just see superhero versus superhero. There's got to be a love story or there's got to be... If you're going to do... Superhero versus superhero, let's meet halfway. You have to have character development. We have to care what's at risk in the story, not just who they are. You know, I'm a fan of Superman because he flies. Okay, that doesn't mean anything. Are you a fan of superhero because maybe he's more human than you? He actually fell in love. He actually had a job. You know, Bruce Wayne never had those things. He had love or something. He tried to get it. He tried to get it. He was on again, off again with Catwoman and I think Poison Ivy when he wasn't under he her was spell. He was a philanthropist. Well, I mean, that's just basically a fancy word for saying you write checks. But yeah, as far as, I'm a superhero, I am on the good team versus this other group that's the bad guys. Let's battle it out for the eternal most important thing ever and let's use wind rain fire snow electricity mind control like at some point it's like okay yeah, I took it a little fucking far <laughs> and I'm not impressed I feel like you're combining yeah. Captain Planet with Infinity Doesn't War matter. but yes that's that is what the, they do doesn't matter that's yeah, that's, what they do. that was basically yeah that's a good way to sum <clears throat> up uh, Infinity War but um yeah, with Jonathan Majors' uh, guilty verdict, Marvel's now like, okay, we got to drop this bad PR here, get rid of Jonathan Majors. Great actor, but it sucks. You know, he's just got a bad rap right now. But, uh, yeah, that, he was supposed to be Kang the Conqueror, and that was supposed to be the next big bad. 
So it's like they got to reshuffle now. Okay, are they going to recast Kang? Are they going to find someone else to replace Kang? What the Kang is going on at Marvel? All right. Thanks for catching us up. But ultimately, this is a good thing. We just are ushering in a new era. Back to that jersey at Applebee's because I meant to say something then. They apparently auctioned off any memorabilia that they could, donated the proceeds to Make-A-Wish Foundation. Anything that was left over, they did not save. So there's no telling where that jersey is. I would have liked to have got it, and it was up there for 25 years. So I had a good run on the wall at Applebee's. It was framed. Bill should have signed it. They could have got more money for it. Or less. Either way. You should have signed it. You know, I, I wonder when they say stuff like that, like, oh, we donate the proceeds to Make-A-Wish or some other charitable organization. How much of that really goes to the people in need versus how much goes to overhead and, you know, all that red tape or whatever? I'm going to sneeze. I can't wait. No! Seven out of ten. Our live studio audience is safe. <laughs> 300 days without an accident. So far. So far, had a couple of close calls. Hot topic news, hot topic news. The hottest. The hottest topics ever. What do we got today? Don Lemon terminated at CNN. Blast network management. Oh my God. Oh my God. Well, you know, laying someone off is one thing, but terminating them? He didn't have to die. Don Lemon drops out of moderating a NYC event amid the backlash. Mmm, bad PR. Donald Glover sees positives in AI. He would. Has faith in humanity. (laughs) He's a funny guy. I always thought he was funny. That's a good one. That's a good one. Faith in humanity. I think the outlook looks wonderful, guys. Imagine Dragons help a Ukrainian boy from their music video rebuild his home. His village was destroyed in war. Well, good job, Imagine Dragons. I didn't realize they were that rich. Well, they didn't say they gave him a new home or nothing. They rebuilt his home right there where it got blown up or what? I don't know. It's like, what's the equivalent here? Like, obviously, I don't expect the same floor plan, but what, what technically constitutes a home? Four walls and a roof? You build them a shack? Something you keep your lawnmower in? Jersey Shore cast reacts to Club Karma being destroyed. Oh, no. None of that is relevant to me. Damn. (laughs) Harry Styles takes a freezing swim with girlfriend Taylor Russell, and despite the freezing temperatures, he is still just as hot. Oh, that's clever. Hey, babe, let's go out for a nice dip in the uh, freezing cold temperatures. They do have a picture. They're, they look like they're running away from the water pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah. I don't imagine it being comfortable. I guess once they got out. Okay, this one was pretty interesting to me. And I wonder if it's true. Sephora, a customer claims their body butter is crack for spiders. Alright, that's interesting. That would explain why a lot of spiders do prefer the body butter. At Sephora. Nah, I... I guess you're laying laying there at night and they're just crawling all over you or attracted to you? I was about to say, most spiders, aren't they... I imagine it's got some sort of fragrance, some sort of scent. Like, usually strong scents would ward them off. I don't know, man. That's an interesting... um, Delicia Drench Body Butter from Sephora. 
customer claims it's cracked. Probably should have looked at the ingredients first before applying. Yeah. Okay. Kanye and Sensori split up after only 11 months of marriage. Wow. That guy is racking up the exes. If, he, if this were baseball, he'd be an all-star pitcher. No, those are K's. <laughs> Paul Walker's daughter is hot. Meadow. I think she kind of is not. Oh, really? Have you seen her from the side? No, I'm going to say no on that. I've seen a couple of pictures of her looking uh, straight on at the camera. Okay. Sorry. You got the full profile? <laughs> you got the scoop? Yeah, but not right now. Uh. Anyway, she separates from her husband. Ah, so you're telling me there's a chance. Oh my god, are you okay? Shia LaBeouf is on daddy duty at Universal. Who said duty? I guess he went to Universal Studios with his kids. Good for him. It's nice to see him do something normal for a change. Well, when his name popped up, I was really hoping he was back into a movie or something. That'd be fair to assume. Well, he's kind of shunned by at least half of Hollywood. I was about to say. I really like his acting. Well, I mean, it's just the fact he's such a volatile actor, you don't know what he's going to do next. Actually, because of that, it's very shocking he would do something as normal as take his kids to Universal Studios. I commend you, Shia. Shia LaBeouf. Make holes, too. Even deeper. (laughs) Offset celebrated his 32nd birthday without Cardi B, surrounded by women. (laughs) That poor bastard. Hmm times like that you really need a soulmate and who do you have all these beautiful gorgeous women in front of you well uh different posts said that cardi b was not getting back with offset on under any circumstances despite the rumors britney spears post throwback pic with her dad jamie after amputation news wait what I don't know. That's the headline. After amputation news? Her or the, or the dude? I can't even show you that. Uh, don't even other, show me. There's one other headline under oh, that. Oh, God. That I really wanna... That's horrible. I wonder who lost what. You Can you imagine losing a limb? Like how surreal that would make everything? Like you'd still have the sensation, but it wouldn't be there? You wouldn't have the sensation. You don't think you, you would? You would have some form of sensation, and it wouldn't be the sensation that your arm was still there. It'd be different. Oh, really? Yeah. For sure. Let's find out on the next episode. Okay, we'll flip for it. Uh, <laughs> all right, we'll flip. Amanda Bynes oh. pauses her podcast <gasps> after just one episode. I guess nope. she just got overwhelmed. It can be overwhelming, kids. She probably had jack shit to talk about or wasn't good at it. I don't know. I mean, it just seems like she And the lucky about- bitch probably had all the <laughs> guests she could imagine fall straight in her lap. <laughs> Easiest shit ever, man. It probably was just work. It probably felt like work. You know what? I thought we had a good episode. I was her first guest, and she was very welcoming, and she just (laughs) cut it off early, said she had to pause, use the bathroom, left the room, and there I was there stranded in her studio, in her Malibu studio. And that's how Paul Walker died. His friend was driving his Porsche. Oh, well, there's there's your first mistake. And that's Hot Topics, folks. Hottest topics in your fucking face. Isn't that great, guys? Someone died in there. They didn't even make the cut. I can't even remember who it was. Norman Lear died recently. That's a big deal for television. 
He stirred the pot in the 60s and 70s with the civil rights movement, introducing, God forbid, a black sitcom. So he's gone like the Britney Spears family's whatever went missing? Uh, kind of, kind of. Except I wouldn't call it an amputation. Good old-fashioned, red-blooded American cardiac arrest. Is that? Yeah. Yeah, it's not like the fucking Ruskies. What's Ruskies? Uh, that's a slang term for a Soviet in the 80s. Isn't it? Ruskies? Ruskies? I thought it was Ruskies. Is it Ruskies? I don't fucking know. You decide. <laughs> Sorry. Get him on. Come on. We're doing this. And we're back. We are finally back, everybody. So, Todd, how was your Christmas? It was nice. It was nice. I had a couple of good friends over, Hammy being one. Um, it was a good special Christmas. I have to admit, rare is the time I have friends over for the holidays. I always have family, but this year was uh, opposite. It was a refreshing change of pace. I wanted to make it to y'all's get-together, um, but I was in Hendersonville Yeah, with Carrie. Her family, I've noticed her mom has done something a few times lately. Uh, when they've had big get-togethers, and it's actually been really good. She's been buying, like, a whole side of beef or something. Okay. I'm and just... then taking it to the deli counter at Ingalls and asking them to chop it into steaks for her. Is that and something coming, they do? They're coming out really good. Okay. It, they're better than if you bought one. That's the weird... Like, if you just went and bought steaks, they wouldn't be this good. She's yeah. having some success, and it might just be their local store. I was about to say, I, I didn't realize, like, I thought the meat department would cut it for you, but not so much the deli. And I work in a grocery store. I should know. Oh, of course. It was probably the meat department, the butcher, whoever the fuck works Oh, right okay, there. okay. Yeah, I yeah. I don't know anything about the grocery store, Todd. I was about to say, you can give them the cut at whatever you want. Okay. Well, they're doing a good job. Oh, good, good. Yes. Well, you try. Not me specifically, but they do. They try. But the butcher. The butcher. So the they meat, do have the a meat butcher. cutter. No, they have a meat cutter is what they call it. But she yeah. said it's a female. Uh, yeah, that's the opposite of male. Yeah, that's been cutting them for her. Yeah, girl power. And she's pretty good at it apparently because at least three times in a row now, those steaks have turned out really good. Now, now how'd she get them cut? I don't know. But hats off to the chef because, you know, that's probably a big part of it too how they're cooked yeah they they're different though man they so just... wait a minute you had steaks uh for christmas dinner yeah so did we now i was gonna try to make it to your event specifically to hang out with ham so, water well anyway i don't know who is. <laughs> does not exist I didn't. I mean, it's not something that we could do justice in any way shape or form on our show but his dad just died yeah, I, I would have gone into it a little easier than that. But yeah, that's the gist of it. Um, I wanted to talk about it a little bit. I mean, just a little bit. But um, yeah, I mean, there's nothing we're going to do that's going to like honor him or something like that. I don't think there's anything that we could do. We were going to erect a statue, but we ran out of cement. So, sorry, Hammy. We'll <laughs> be beeping the hell out of this. <laughs> he... Uh, I guess text Todd this week and was like, hey, can you come to the hospital? My dad's in the ICU. Got to make a decision on basically pulling the plug. Yeah. I don't know if he worded it that way. But <laughs> he had a little bit more eloquent way of putting it. But yeah, he had called me and I thought it was one of these things where uh, I was going to 
have him buy some things for me um, through his account at Advance Auto. Shout out to Advance Auto. But yeah, uh, he called me because he was on his way to the, he was going to go to the hospital within the next hour. It's like, hey, my dad is, I know his dad's had health problems with Parkinson's ever since we were kids. But uh, over the past several years, you've had organ failure, um, you know, infections that cause hallucinations, things like this that are part of the norm for Hammy, but wouldn't be the norm for most other people with an aging parent. I think you're allowed to talk about that stuff once someone's dead. It's not like HIPAA protected. So I think you're good. Keep going. Yeah. Okay, good, good. I might be wrong. All right. Well, let's roll the dice. Legal. Our legal is on vacation this week, too. So... (laughs) Everyone's got to be checking with them. Everyone's got to have the new year off, don't they? Except us. But yeah, he... um, you know, he was like, if you want to see him one last time, you know, uh, you can come up there with me. Um, he's in the CCU. Um, gave me the room number and um, told me what time he was going to be there. So, of course, you know, that's when I got a hold of you, told you the story. And it was basically organ failure mixed with uh, massive strokes, which it's like, okay, the doctors put it very, very well on what we were looking at here. It's like they could try and heal the body, but they can't do anything for the neurological damage nor know how severe. So the person they could potentially bring back wouldn't actually be your father. Well, I won't mention the hospital since they broke the rules for us, but they were supposed to allow two to a critical care room. They allowed four of us back there, which was nice. I thought it was appropriate to actually. Yeah, given the That particular hospital, you don't walk past other patients anyway. There's a visitor hallway, and you come in like through the back door, kind of. It's not like we're contaminating other people in the ICU or something. Like I'm, you just you walk into that one individual room. It's kind of like a motel. Honestly, yeah, in and, a way. And all the staff, hospital staff, is in the middle, in the core, and you're just coming in from the outside. Yeah. So, which I thought was a, is a good setup. It's interesting know, architecture. <laughs> I don't know if I've seen that before, and I've worked at a lot of hospitals. Anyway, um, yeah, we met up, and the. She presented herself as a nurse practitioner. Now, that first guy, was he a RN? I don't know. He never really introduced himself that when I was there. But anyway, they laid it out really well. They talked about all the options, all the possibilities, and they kind of gave three things that could potentially happen. And really, they were bullshitting a little bit that there was even a miracle's chance of a great recovery. Yeah, this is one of those. Yeah, but they wanted you to... Like you say, if your mom was there making the decision, she would have gone for let's try the heroic effort. But like, it was there was no good outcome to that. I don't think they, in good conscience, it wouldn't be right because of quality of life if they tried to take him out of that. Yeah, if they could get him back, and she said that too. It's like we're really not sure that we can even get him back to breathing on his own and things like that. But if we could, it would be such a long rehab and then the person that that is rehabbed is still less than what you even knew knew him recently um as his caregiver and stuff and hammy was his caregiver which is tough i was my grandpa's caregiver when he got parkinson's he hung on for a really long time got in really rough shape and i would have never wanted to keep going as long as my grandpa did but he just hung in there to the bitter bitter end and i can say from personal experience once you're you're their caregiver like that, like Hammy was, it's a different type of bond. You know, it brings you closer in a certain way. And oh, it's yeah. tough work in a certain way, but it's yeah, the changing of the diapers, the trimming his beard, the feeding him. Yeah, and it's sure got to be fed. tough that it was his dad. 
Well, that's it. That was his uh, last remaining, well, his remaining parent, like last remaining, like he had a whole line of parents. But, uh, but yeah, so it's just a handy by himself for the time being. And uh, whatever he decides to do, I wish him the best uh, in the future. He could be moving across the country. Anyway. Invading America by storm. <laughs> he decided to withdraw care or whatever they called it. Yeah, yeah, at that point. And that bad. was the right decision. I mean, when she went through the list of organ failures and all that and the type of stroke. By the way, that's the first time I'd ever heard of a stroke caused potentially by infection this time. Yeah, well, I... He had had other strokes, but she said that they were seeing... Well, they knew he had an infection in general in his body, and they were thinking that it had gotten into his brain and expanded so quickly that it caused a stroke rather than a blood clot. And that's the first I've heard of that. Yeah. Uh, that's. I just don't understand why he kept on getting uh, infections so often because said that it was kind of, ah, yeah, beat me out. Mm, got him. Hamwater had said that it was a pretty common thing for him to have infections so bad that it would be uh, hallucinations he would suffer from. It's like, wow, I had no idea, man. But so, um, but yeah yeah yeah. It was tough to see. After six hours without life support, he passed. And you know, I think overall, uh, Hammy's taking it pretty well. Uh, we had a good Christmas. A lot of laughs. Ate some steak. Got an air fryer. This guy and my, my family, but mostly me. Well, <laughs> I'll say something that it's tough to lose a parent. I think even if you're not close with your parents. Well, yeah. So just the certain, idea that. You feel kind of like, okay, there's one less person, at least if you have a good parent, there's one less person in the world that loves me. That's a weird feeling. Well, I know someone who was basically a foster kid their entire life, Yeah, never got adopted and stuff like that, but then their family would kind of enter the picture for a second and then be gone, and like, uh, parents never apparently took responsibility. I don't know the whole story, but this person's dad is about to die stage four cancer and they're still kind of taking it hard even though they weren't on great terms in recent years they had halfway patched it up maybe three-fifths of the way patched it up (laughs) we're looking at 60 percent patchwork here and yeah you still have your childhood trauma and stuff there's no there's no way to unpack all of that but they were they were working on it okay and all of a sudden stage four cancer and yeah it's still hard even if you didn't have the closest relationship I can imagine. I mean, you know, because of all the potential that you did want to have or the relationship you wished you had had, and now it's just, that's it. Story's written. It's done. Yeah. Uh, well, it's just, it's just sad. You know, that's the kind of change in life the where, you know, it's usually, uh, it's, it's usually tough, that transition. Life's all about change. That's one of the tougher ones. So, yeah, I don't have the, ever the words to say about stuff like that. It's like, hey, Robert, um, you want to go up there kind of as a support? I'm like, yeah, I probably don't usually have the words in those situations. But I did let him know that I thought he had made the right choice. And I genuinely, you know, after hearing all that the doctors had to say, it was time. And, and he said, you know, he felt like his dad died in his arms when he had that stroke uh, because he fell at the house and he went to pick him up. And he gained a little bit of strength for a second just as he put him on the bed and his dad went completely limp. And he said that was it. He felt like his dad had died in his arms right then. And effectively, he yeah. had. Personality-wise, what makes a person a person, he's absolutely correct. So, sad situation there. Gonna end on that note or take a break on that note, Todd? Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see. We might be ending on... 
But we might not. You don't know, do you? We don't either. We'll play the harmonica or something just in case we... That's it. Something kind of somber that's way... Bro, we just talked about this like... I thought we'd kick it up a few notches. Oh, bring we, it. We okay. brought it down. We're gonna, we thought okay, we'd go kick ahead. it. Ended Happy music. Yep. Happy music. Celebration. Happy music. Celebration of life. Have you heard one uh, about those? Yeah, like I guess. It's yeah, it's like a reverse funeral where you're happy instead of sad, or supposed to be at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just like a wedding reception. <laughs> you know, for uh, you gather around and you make small talk with people that you know loosely for a different reason. Usually a sad reason, but this is a different perspective on it. They're not bad. I mean, it's just like, what's the point of doing a traditional funeral and being all sad and shit? It's just like, okay, this is a part of life. Do we want to look back on this part as something that was sad and tough to get through? or That's something a good was, point. You Dude. know, kind of lighthearted and maybe a little easier to, to Personally, enjoy. for my funeral, you can do whatever you want to do. Well, I mean, yeah, I, I don't imagine you'd have much say so, ironically. <laughs> well, whatever your will is on that does stand after your death. The thing is, I don't care. Yeah, well, see, that's kind of like me, too. Like, if I have the money to be buried, I guess, but, like, I don't have a plot. I don't have... Yeah, if I was cremated, it'd be all the same. No, if they cremate me, that's fine. I, I won't know. I won't miss myself. And they can throw me in, like, my ashes, like, in the... Or whatever. Okay. Ain't gonna matter to me. All right. Well, and now we know what to do. Everybody say, oh! So you're technically Stardust. Carrie has been drinking an energy drink called Stardust really recently, a lot. What is up with the rise of energy drinks, man? It's like people forget we, we have one. It's called coffee, whether you like it iced or hot. You don't have to pay 3 $4 for a can of sugar. I don't know. I'm surprised they got to her because she didn't wasn't really one to, to go for that stuff. And then all of a sudden, her coworkers have been drinking them. So there yeah. she is. Yeah, I guess that got to her. her At cup. my job, it's Alani. Have you heard of Alani? That's a big energy drink that everyone's that might, drinking. That might be the brand name. I, I'll have to look. Oh, Regardless, okay. It's got brilliant marketing because women across the board seem to love it. Just different flavors they like, of course. <laughs> you know, imagine that. Spiders. Yeah, they should call it spider butter. Oh, that sounds nasty. <laughs> now, if you want really good butter, you get some of that Rob and Todd butter. That's right. We now licensed our, ourselves to uh, Shea Butter, and we have our own particular brand now, Rob hey. and Todd Body Butter. Coincidentally, that attracts more women than even those energy drinks. Yeah, and you feel more refreshed upon application. That's the Rob and Todd so, guarantee. Yeah, and about 30 minutes later, you feel satisfied. Yeah, about 40 minutes later, you're going to feel relaxed. But if sensations last longer than four hours, you might want to call a doctor. It's like an aphrodisiac you can resist. Miss, please wiggle your body and move your hips. Gotta get it going on to the back of the floor before they stop the trip. Get a grip then freeze, grab your glass and take a sip. Oh. Let the music flow through your veins. Don't be absurd. Had to write this verse to get it stirred and calm your nerves. Oh. Gonna make it right. Here's a toast to all the curves. It's gonna be a long night. Long Everybody night. say, oh. Here we go, we want some more. Gotta keep it poppin' till we drop it to the floor. If they kick us out the door, take it to the house and keep it rockin' till we hit the floor. Oh, here we go, we 
party. Then shut it down, turn the corner to a block party. If cops come, hit the crib, start a house party. Now drop something, move your hips, make it pop, shorty. Bitch your back, poke it out, now it's hot, shorty. Got the cheese, jamming with you like Bob Marley. With a stain, give her in well, not partly. Cause I got you ready to sin, snatching off garments. Oh, let's get it poppin', shorty dropping, watch her back it up. I'm in the party, sipping Henny in a plastic cup. Oh, I'm stepping in with epidemic, dressing in the freshest linen. And I spit impressive with it, yes, just admit it. Pull up my pants, lean back and adjust my fitted. Looking at shorty, cause she real thick, cause she pretty. Oh, I gotta get her, so now I'm staring at her scheming. The next thing you know, she laying at my house screaming. Oh, here we go, we want some more. Gotta keep it popping till we drop it to the floor. If they kick us out the door, take it to the house and keep it rocking till we hit the floor. Long story short, we got a podcast.